Welcome to the Show Hunters Podcast, where we talk about all things TV. Consider us a book club for your favorite TV shows. Here are your hosts, Abel, Andrea, and Adam. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Show Hunters Podcast. Today, it is Andrea and I, because Adam, um, due to scheduling conflicts, was not able to join us tonight. Um, He sends his best. However, we do have a guest co-host from the Siren Podcast. Uh, Ashley is here. She's a regular around here. It's been a little while, though. Um, it has. It's been quite and some time. Andrea and I were talking the other day. And we're like, it's been a while since we've had them on. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And uh, not only is she a co-host of the Siren Podcast, but uh, me and her actually host the Legacies Podcast as well together with Chloe. So we have a lot of fun over there with that. Uh, before we get going, I wanted to let everyone know that uh, previously um, we had a podcast on a network called What the Funko. However, it has been rebranded and redone, and it's back and better. And it is now um, the Nerdable podcast, and it's hooked up to my YouTube channel, Nerdable. And there we're talking about Funko Pops and Pokemon and all kinds of cool and fun stuff. So all the nerdy stuff that we love, Kat and I. Um, the first episode just aired out, so look for us there on iTunes and everywhere that you can find us. Um, but here on this podcast this week, we have decided to hold off talking about Riverdale because it was the uh, winter season finale. And oh no, you're thinking of Manifest. I'm sorry, yeah, Manifest. Um, we were holding off on that because of that, and then we're holding off on Riverdale because we feel like it wouldn't be right uh, to talk about this week's episode without Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he was almost in a grave, from what I've heard. And uh, <laughs> so, and I haven't watched it, so we're going to hold off until the next recording to talk about those. Uh, but today we are excited to talk about a new show that Andrea brought to us, and it's called Tell Me a Story. It's here in the U.S. It's on the CBS All Access app. And it blew my mind. <laughs> Holy so shit. Good. Yeah. The, the expectations. I, I I wasn't sure because I'm like, it's weird that it's not on the network. Like, it's strange, right? Like, Yeah, that... but it makes it so much better, though, because have you noticed, like, all the swearing? Yeah, they like, don't have to follow the nudity. And the nudity, like, the over-the-top use of nudity. There's like and booties everywhere. Booties like everywhere. Like even in the latest episode, um, it's on. It's up to episode five now. And even in that one, there's like someone who sticks his hands down his underwear and starts like masturbating. Just, and yeah, it's like I, every wonderful. time I see stuff like, like that, I'm wonderful. like, can't do that on TV. Nope. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty just, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything we asked for. And um, yeah. so we're gonna talk about that, and we are gonna talk about legacies. I think we'll talk about Legacies first because we're not going to get too deep into it. Obviously, because we have a Legacies podcast, um, so you can get into the full recap of Legacies over there. Um, but let's just briefly talk about this week's Legacies before we get. Or should into... we talk about the Sabrina trailer? I wanted to like touch on that briefly. Okay, yeah, that came so up today. Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, just uh, released a trailer today. Um, mm-hmm. a new episodes start in April, I believe. Yeah, 5th, um, April 5th, I think. And 
it was like a 45 second trailer and I just watched it and like, I was like, I looked up and I was looking at Andrea and uh, Ashley was like, holy shit, I can't wait. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, there's so much in that 45 seconds yeah and actually so, the first uh few sec seconds of it like when she's changing her outfits in front of the mirror that is such a callback to the 90s sabrina oh like, yeah 100%. i love that intro yeah so that that's a little um like easter egg kind of thing and like salem's there watching her and she's talking to him um and there was some rumors that maybe salem would talk in the second season but uh, this trailer doesn't make it look like that so far. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, like the big thing in that is she's kissing both guys, both Nick and Harvey. And I'm like, and it's like hot and heavy it. kissing too. Like, I'm like here for it though. Like, let's just have like a three. Like, I just want them three to be together. Like, let's I, just. No, well, Nick's on board, so yeah, we just I have mean... to get the other two. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's just like make it happen, please. But like Nick brought up in the first season that like, you know, witches kind of have a difficult time falling in love and they tend to more fall in lust and they have like their witch orgies and stuff. And so yes, he said I love it. Yeah. And he said he was um like jealous of the fact that like Sabrina had this loving relationship with Harvey and stuff. Um so he wasn't like jealous of of, at Harvey for having Sabrina he was like jealous of their relationship more and uh but it looks like this season she's gonna be like embrace her witch side a lot more and it looks like she's headed that way where she we might see her in a witch orgy like it's very possible now <laughs> Ugh, I will and I love dead. the hair I will be dead and then I saw I my love this hair yeah the it's like white right yeah, it, it looks, looks like, so good. She just looks like she has so much more confidence, and I'm like, okay, I think I like you. Yeah, Abel um, wasn't a fan of her really in season one, but like, yeah, maybe it's just because she needs to be more confident and darker, and you know. Yeah, that's so. what. I think that's what. Um, that's what it is. I need more like confidence in her. I get the I need more confidence in her because she's like the main character. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and um, like they built that up throughout the first season and she got she got more and more like leaned more and more into her powers and more and more aggressive and like dark and everything. So it's it it makes sense now that she's the way she is now in this trailer. And I love that they're using like the runaways song. Cherry Bomb, so good. I love that movie, by the way, The Runaways. With I was gonna ask you that when the song oh, was playing. God. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite movies. I really like that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because it's just like I love rock biopics, and then you have Kristen Stewart, and I'm just like, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, and um, if you didn't know, our last episode was actually dedicated to um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. We broke it down uh, by characters, so. Uh, make sure you go back and to the archives and listen to that um, as well. Um, and before we move on to anything else, I want to let everyone know we are still having a hate list. Um, what we're doing is we're creating a hate list for every show that we watch and just combining them to one, to each of us. And you can get that on patreon.com slash showhunterspodcast. 
And for as little as $1 a month, you also get the video form of the podcast. Our video form is no longer, we had a question about that today. So um, it no longer goes on our YouTube channel. It is going to our patrons only because um, getting us together and scheduling and get like equipment and staying up to date with stuff. Um, yeah, we need to have some kind of income coming in to give you guys better content. So, um, yeah, patreon.com slash showhunters podcast, and you can catch our hate list there. And it's a lot of, it's, I think it's funner now, funner, more, more fun, funner. I think it's uh, a lot more fun because, um, it's like a multiple shows now. So it's like, we're being able to hate like a lot of people. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. Um, <laughs> Anything else before we move on to um, the next item? Are we done with the Sabrina trailer? Yeah, just that um, there's the Christmas special on December 14th. So we'll probably talk. We'll bring that up, you know, after that airs. Yeah, I'm sure at some point. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Alrighty, so then why don't we move on and talk about, um, let's talk about Legacies. This week's episode, okay, this week's episode, uh, Alaric, he's going to, he decides. This is definitely my favorite episode so far. They mentioned Bonnie. I'm sorry. I know. I was like, oh my god, they mentioned, um, Dorian did. Yeah, at the um, beginning. It's near the beginning. It's when they went to go find that guy then that the... But it wasn't a tree nymph. I, oh, God, I can't remember what a it was. A dryad. The dryad. She, the, the guy, Colin, she wanted to see... Um, it, he said that... Uh, the Dorian goes, I had Bonnie do a spell with she the ring. She did a spell, and, yeah. Yeah. It was mm. a very quick one. Mm-hmm. But I, I caught it. In, it was like, hey, they mentioned Bonnie. But he made a point to be like Bonnie Bennett, I think. Like... <laughs> say her name um yeah that was fun um but yeah i just thought this episode was was definitely the best we've had so far because it's it like it let us in a bit more with the mythology finally um because they are building towards something um and in the beginning it sort it sort of seemed like there is the procedural like monster of the week thing and um that was very like you know, standalone kind of episodes, and this one kind of tied them all together a bit more, I feel. And, uh, yeah, like, I really want to know what Landon is. I badly, badly want to know, like... Yeah, I know. I like... what's bugging me. (laughs) I like all the tests that Hope is, like, putting him through, you know? She's like, well, you're not this, and you're not that, and... But it was cute how she was, like, sort of subtly, like, torturing him. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, he's just about to run around the lake. Bye. Like, <laughs> and then it was so yeah. petty, but I loved it. Oh, and they and um, got a new alpha now. Oh, that was good. That was badass, Raphael. Um, challenge, uh, yeah, challenging Jed. I was so happy to see Jed go down. Oh, yeah, he so sucks. was I. I hate it. He's him. on the hate list. He's on the hate like, list. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, he sucks. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. In the beginning, I didn't like Penelope, but now I'm starting to yeah. warm up to her a little bit. This episode, like, do you think she has feelings for Josie still? I definitely yeah, think so. I and think I think so. the problem with their relationship was that there was no room 
for Penelope because That's Josie took gave all of her stuff to Lizzie, gave all of her mm-hmm. love and, and, and attention to Lizzie. Mm-hmm. And that was the problem. And the crazy and, part is how clueless Lizzie is to all of that. Like, she doesn't see anything. Uh, like, even when it's like, you know, like when Raphael was in the room and she was asked, like Lizzie was asking him to take her to, um, what what was it, the dance? It was like the, the like, um, <clears throat> awards, like the award ceremony or like a, yeah, cause she was so sure she was gonna win. Like the yeah. Uh, so there was like a uh, like a student. Oh, like, within, like they were getting with, um, representatives from each of the different batches, species. Yeah. Yeah, and um, all the students were running for that. Not all the students, but some of them were running for it. And she was like so sure she was gonna win. Um, but yeah, she's so clueless in that part. And like, it seemed pretty obvious to me. Like, <laughs> Josie like dropping all those books and like looking so upset. But she just doesn't catch any of that stuff. But it definitely, when Lizzie was um, changing her outfits in the mirror and, like, the way she was talking definitely gave me, like, Miss Mystic Falls vibes from, like, Caroline and all of that stuff from The Vampire Diaries. And yeah, I was And we know there's going to be a Miss Mystic Falls episode coming up. Yeah, so I just had one of that moment where I was like, I remembered that. But it kind of seems to me... I don't know if this is just me and also from things that I have been reading. It's almost like they're trying to erase that Caroline was ever there. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't. It's just hard, though, because she because she's not there and it's hard to, like, justify sort of because she's their mom. But I've read some things and there's like a there's a bigger reason why she's not there. She's like looking for. looking for some way to to keep them alive because I kind of forget like all the stuff around the Gemini oh right, uh, curse because right. like yeah yeah oh I think it has to okay I think I know um it's like they ha- one of the twins has to kill the other twin right and like absorb all their powers and it's right. like it has to happen at some point so I think she's like looking into a way to um like get around that curse so that both obviously both her daughters can live I so thought that curse was thought. broken. I thought that curse was broken inside in the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I thought. I also thought it was a non-issue, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Maybe they're they're gonna explain it. I'm sure. Um, but I mean, I don't think. I I also don't think that Caroline is locked down to show up. So like, how how are they gonna work around that? Like, they're gonna find a way, but. I don't know. I kind of just feel like you, you feel her just, absence, though. Like I get what you're like. You feel the hole that is her absence. It's not even yeah. just that. Like she's gone. It's just that there's no like Lizzie walking through the like the halls on her phone talking to her mom. Like you don't even have to see her. It's almost like because there are tons of shows where there's no parents around for multiple episodes, but you still mm-hmm. have them interacting. Like and they I had a like, they had um, a mention of her in what was it the third episode. Um, it was whatever episode it was where they had to do the community service and like um, Josie and Hope were talking and like she brought up Caroline then and then it's kind of like that's the only real time she's been brought up. But I I guess I was just also thinking about it because of what happened with Alaric in the the dryad when they were talking about losing like loves and Mm -hmm. not just you know the twins mother but then you also have um was Elena's mother from the the, the started everything? 
Because wasn't he with Elena's mother, birth mother? Oh yeah. Oh, in, the, in the vampire. So and then I always Damon, forget that. It's so and then weird. Damon killed her. Well, killed yeah. her. Um. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about all like the losses that he had, and I was just wondering, like, I, I don't know. It kind of seems like they try to keep the mentions of her to a minimum. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I want to kind of move on and like kind of get because we're getting like in details here of like the episode. Uh, the other thing is that I did like the way the. The way all the factions voted and how the yeah. witches weren't the only faction where how they had like an upset. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was basically... a total like goblet of fire. Like they were totally yes. doing Harry Potter goblet of fire hundred percent. That's like, what I was gonna say. Basically this episode one. was like voting to see if mm-hmm. Landon was going to stay in the school or not, and each faction got a representative and they each mm-hmm. voted and it was like the student council basically voting and it wasn't left up to the adults of the school, although there's only, like, three adults that I know of, and two of them are not even in the school right now. Yeah. So that always just, fucks uh, with my head. One lark also ditched. Yeah, that, school. like, fucks with my head. Like, I just, that just messes with me. Like, Dorian's been gone with the knife, and although I will say I was really worried <clears> that, something, <throat> that he was going to be dead when we came into this episode because of how the last episode ended. And I kept holding my breath going, where's Dorian? Where's Dorian? Because I really like his character and I like him being there. Mm. Yeah, there I was there was me. one adult. Um, <laughs> Alaric left her in charge, that one teacher, who I, I can only think of now as like Jasmine from Once Upon a Time. Because <laughs> that's who she played. But yeah, she was there. Yeah, so... Her name's uh... Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, that was just my the big points of the episode. Yeah, so Legacies, if you're not watching it, guys, I really think you need to. Um, the Vampire Diaries and the Originals, those were both good, and it's in the same world. However, it has quickly established that it, it is its own show. It's really different. It, it is really different. It's, but... You can see little bits and pieces of where they've pulled from both shows or ones mm-hmm. that give you feelings of both shows but they, exactly. it definitely has its own feel and it's also not like a cheesy feel like I didn't have high expectations going into it because it's like a boarding school for supernatural children yeah yeah but it, it's definitely they somehow make it work though like but I I really noticed actually in this episode um you can notice like you know when it whenever it ha- was with the, the with the kids at the boarding school that felt so Vampire Diaries-ish to me. And then um, with the Alaric stuff, and what he was doing, that felt Legacies. So most of the time it's like combined, but this episode I feel most mostly like you could you could see the, uh, the divide and you could see the two different parts. So yeah, it's kind of like it's its own show with like the feeling of Vampire Diaries. And not like I, I don't really feel the originals as much like only when hope brings up the michaelsons and she doesn't really bring them up too much yet so it's yeah. supposed to get political and they have the different factions because the originals was was you know very political and you had the different factions in new orleans fighting for power mm. and that's usually where i see it the most and also when you kind of get more into the magic history because you also did a lot of that in the originals and those are my moments where i feel that way but since it is high schoolers I yeah, like, the reason why I say it. I don't really feel the originals as much is because I always felt the originals was so dark and kind of dreary feeling, and it and that's like gone in this. Like this is like an upbeat show. Yeah. So. 
Um, yeah, the only time I get the originals is also when we were reminded about, like you said, that Hope is a Michelson, and when whenever mm. she is like, when she has to distance herself from everyone and she can't get close to anyone, like that's the only time that I remember like. Okay. Mm-hmm. When she referenced is... New Orleans, she re- referenced New Orleans in this episode. Yeah, well. she had Landon sent there. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder who she who she sent him to. I I heard people saying it was Vincent, which makes sense. Ooh, I'd like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Be good. He's very knowledgeable about like everything, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that is it for Legacies. Again, for like a full, detailed, scene-by-scene, almost recap, um, listen to us over at the Legacies podcast. But now I am so excited to talk about... <laughs> I'm so glad you guys liked it. To talk yeah, about... I, tell me a story. I'm, I'm excited me, to talk about it, too. Tell me a motherfucking story, okay? And like I've been I've been like alone on this for a while, because, like, you know, I've, I've been anticipating it... Um, because I love like I love Paul Wesley, and um, uh, just all the people in it. Like it's Everyone, such, it's such a delight there. to see. Like it's like okay, so you've got Paul Wesley, you've got um, Danielle uh, Campbell. Yes, D- Danielle Campbell, um, who played Davina on the originals. You've got, if you're a fan of Once Upon a Time, you've got um, Dania uh, Ramirez, who played uh, Cinderella on like the later seasons. And Once Upon a Time. And then you've also got, I forget his name, but he's amazing. The guy who played Neil. Um, do you remember Neil? Yes. Once Upon a Time? Yeah, he was so good. He died, like, early on-ish. But... I can't believe I'm just making that connection. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the look on your face. And I'm like, I guess it just dawned on her that that's, yeah. So, like, him and Paul Wesley are brothers. And it's like, it's I love it. I oh, love that's right. Their freaking yeah, chemistry. That's where I've seen so him from. I, Amazing! Oh my god! Well, yeah, so I was literally... also like the guy who plays Nick. I was wondering where I saw him, and he used to play on a soap opera that I used to watch. Yes, as the world turns. Yeah, I and then to... the guy yeah, from and... the guy from um, Grimm was is in yes. the show. Um, everyone so... and their mom, basically. It's like it's such a well casted show, and the good thing of you know what the good thing about the show is. Every single person, I forget about the previous characters. Oh, and Kim Cattrall too. Also. Oh yeah, By the way. my girl, By Kim way, Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Like, are you serious? Like this what? cast is like when I. So that's what, what character is my favorite. Yeah, the characters are so good. Um, Every character you forget their previous character. Like you don't see their like. Um, you don't see their previous character inside yeah, of them Paul, at Paul all. Paul is so different that, like, he's he's not like Stefan at all in this. Like, he's so, so different. Yeah. That's just an example. But, uh, yeah, the, the guy who plays... Um, yeah, so basically, I, I guess we should just, like, break it down. So there's um, Three Little Pigs, uh, Hansel and Gretel, and then there's Red Riding Hood. And, um... So we've got we've got those three stories working together, and sometimes they interweave a little, but they haven't really yet, um, like not not majorly and, yet. And I'm, and I can't wait. For that. We have to explain it's the three little pigs, like the storyline, but with humans happening, like yeah, all in humans. New York. It's like three little pigs with the wolf coming after them, but they're not 
they're not literally three little pigs. They are, well, you know, they're three little cowards, and it's like a, a big bad wolf coming after them. And then Hansel and Gretel, you know, it's like the whole, like, the folklore is there, but it is told mm-hmm. with, like, it's like a live action movie. It's like it's a live so action film. so humanized, too. And um, actually, uh, New York's supposed to be like the forest. Um, that's what uh, the creator, who, by the way, is the creator of, he worked on the Vampire Diaries. So, like, you've got that feel the whole the whole way throughout as well. Um, just in more, much more, like, less supernatural and, and more in based in reality and everything. But you could, like, I, I I feel familiar, like I'm fam- very familiar with the way that he writes and his tone of, of everything. It's very similar to the Vampire Diaries and the other things that he's done. Uh, Kevin Williamson. Um, and so, because yeah. it's crazy because it is all totally human form and these storylines mm-hmm. are all like whatever. Um, however, there is this like dark, overwhelming feeling that it kind of is supernatural, but it's not. I don't know. To me, it feels like there it's are just these like it's so dark. It's like these people are in fucked up lives. Yeah, <laughs> like their lives up. are just so fucked up. Like it's it's just how many bad things can ha- can happen to these people. Like it's just a mess. So, do you want to talk about like the characters um, instead of going episode like what where every character is at right now? Um, so you want to talk about like the whole three little pigs in that situation, like break that down, how that's come about. Okay. So in, uh, okay. Yeah. So it'll be spoilers yeah. from here on out. We might've already spoiled some stuff, <laughs> but nothing at this point from no. here on out spoilers. Um, so with the three little pigs, it starts out. Uh, so we've got James Wolk, who, who is the guy who plays the wolf. Um, and he, he starts out as like this really, he's like a happy, good guy in a relationship with like a woman and, and they're going through a little bit of a rough patch, but, but she ends up proposing to him in the pilot and then, um, they end up in, so they're in like a jewelry store getting the ring. Like it's so tragic. And her proposal was so cute too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, meanwhile, like. So Paul Wesley and his brother are like wrapped up. I, I call him Paul Wesley. I'm sorry. Like I, I call him Paul Wesley. Like throughout the whole thing, Eddie. His name is Eddie on the show. Um, and then his he and his brother are kind of wrapped up in this um, crime life. And Eddie's um, he's a bartender and he's like a addict. Um, he drinks a lot. I think he he does drugs and everything. Like he's yeah he's kind of a mess. He lives in like a dumpy house. And um, they're kind of caught up in this criminal life to make money. And I think this this job was supposed to be like their last job. And um, it's pro- it's like the one that caused like a world of shit for them. So like <laughs> he's definitely not out of out of the woods. As they- wow. <laughs> Never <laughs> has crazy. a phrase been so perfect. Yeah. Um, so they go and they they hold up this jewelry store like right when um Right when James Wolk is there with like his his uh what's his name on the show? Jordan. Jordan. When Jordan's there with his uh fiance, yeah, and she ends up dying. Um, just get got caught up in, in gunfire. It's like a robbery gone wrong. And um yeah, he makes it his freaking mission to hunt down those the pigs. Cause they were wearing pigs masks. 
um, there was like a police protest going on. Um, and uh, I don't know if if you guys know, but like there's there's like a stereotype around like policemen where people call them pigs, I guess. Yeah. 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 And it's it's like it's they were protesting police brutality. And um, and so they wore pigs masks to like blend into that. And they thought it'd be the perfect time to like pull off that robbery because they would just, you know, they would have an anonymity. I can't even say that word. You yeah. did it, girl, because I couldn't say okay. that. It's, it's a hard word. <laughs> um, so they thought that that would be a great way to, like, yeah, get past being found out and being caught and everything. But man, it went so it went so bad. It went so south. And I gotta say, like, my favorite part of this show is watching the wolf go after Paul Wesley. Like, I, it's like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, how how about like. When Paul Wesley and his brother were in, I'm sorry, what are their names again? In the- um, so Eddie and um, what is his brother? Mitch. Mitch. Yes, Mitch. Mitch. In episode five, I think they're yes. like sitting in yes. their trailer, and the big well, bad Eddie's wolf. Eddie's house. Yeah. Right. He's like on like he's there. He's, he's like banging on the on trailer. The he's and on they the were fruit. like they're like what is that they're like he's here and i'm like the whole time i'm like oh my god oh my fucking god oh my god yeah. and then and, gets... and like actually it's funny because i saw like the preview image for that episode and they were like like you know paul wesley's there with his brother and they're like looking up and they're freaking out and i'm like what if he's on the roof and i was like just thinking like that would be so amazing but it's probably not gonna happen and it fucking happened and it was like the best thing ever but just it's just the dynamic because um you know this guy he spirals and he's going insane like the guy who plays the wolf he's going nuts and you can really see his brain unraveling and um you can see the two sides like the dichotomy of what's going on in his head cuz he's got yeah. that like wolf, the wolf side but then he's got this part where he's still like envisioning his like dead fiance her name's Beth her name's Beth um envisioning Beth and mm-hmm. I think that's just like the part of him that he's like is still trying to hold on. Yeah, like, like she's basically happened. the angel on his shoulder, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, you were right because she was um, I don't really know what she did. Oh, nonprofit. She did a nonprofit organization. That's what she did, and she was very aware of the reality of the world as she saw it. And so she didn't. In the beginning, their issue was she didn't think that it was that this was a time and place for one children or two even getting married. And she was talking and, about like like school shootings and things like that. And here he is with like a gun. He's gone like he's become like basically a terrorist. She she almost had like a phobia of the world. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she would just just did not want to bring a kid into this world because of you know mass shootings and this and that and and Trump basically like yeah and they now, bring up, they bring him up. He's on the show like he's in he's on the TV yeah. and stuff. So it's very like. Of the now, and now he's basically becoming everything she was afraid of bringing into the world, like bringing a kid into the world. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's also grieving and he's mm-hmm. frustrated with the police because he told the police he identified the guy's voice and he identified Eddie. Yeah, and, and he's also he's also feeling guilty because in his mind, if he hadn't have pushed the wedding and the baby issue, then she would have never felt the need to propose and they would have never been in the, the jewelry store to begin with. Mm-hmm. He feels that she was doing it to please him and he feels guilty. 
mm-hmm. um, you can see that for a while. Um, yeah, but but uh, Eddie's got like a solid alibi because he's getting his boss to cover it for him at work, and there's just no way for them to like get him. So, yeah. Um, yeah so he's frustrated, and and yeah, you could just you can see his mind unraveling further and further um, as the episodes go on. And by episode five, he's like he's completely lost it. And um, the reason why I love like I just love the dynamic. Um, between um, Eddie and Jordan, the wolf, because Eddie is like, he's such a, he's manic in the sense that he he has like panic attacks and he freaks out and he's just like on edge all the time. He's like paranoid. He's got like all these things happening. He's just really high strung. And then um, you've got the wolf who's coming after him and just like feeding into all the, uh, into all that stuff. So it's just really, really edge of your seat, like entertaining. Like I love it. It's my favorite part for sure. And um, like I love the brothers. I love Mitch and Eddie. Um, yeah, that whole storyline's great. So you want to talk about like Little Red Riding Hood? Uh, yeah. So that one, it's funny because we've got Danielle Campbell again playing a teenage girl in high school, and I just. <laughs> I'm just like, man, are you serious? But, At she's, first. Not, but she's not like uh, playing a regular no teenage girl either. But I mean, yeah, like, man, if 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 teenage girls really look like that, like, holy, holy crap, like they do nowadays. Mm. Um, yeah, she just she just seems way out of everyone's league at her school and also like way more mature and and just yeah she seems out of place there for sure um so basically her dad and her have moved um her mom died and her dad and her have moved to kind of start over again and they're living with the grandmother who's kim cattrall and she's like sexy grandma (laughs) like cool grandma um and in this episode, they're actually like it. It takes a while for for her to warm up to her grandma, but I think by this episode, they've really kind of got a good relationship happening, or I at least like it, the start of it. Yeah, I feel like she did a uh, was it Colleen? The character's name Colleen. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think Colleen did a really good job at approaching. Um, That's the um, grandmother, Colleen. Yeah, yeah, Colleen is the grandmother, and then Kayla. I, Kayla, is, is, I think that is yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say the, the actress's name. I think Colleen did a really good job at approaching Kayla. Like, she knew when to to give and when to take in a way that her father doesn't. And mm. I, yeah, yeah, he, I her just, father's trying way too hard. And, and yeah, especially when it seems like he wasn't trying at all. So he's yeah, going, so it's now he he's gone from like, one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. Um, and it's oh, just yeah. like she's just not about it. Like she's just she's like, oh, now you're now you're trying to care, and she's just she's a teenager, and she's just no crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, we really have like the setup of like you know I had flashbacks to like Pretty Little Liars with like Arya and Ezra because that's what we have going on exactly here. Exactly, almost how like <laughs> yeah, we've got um her meeting the teacher, but it's in a club um this time but yeah they have sex they like have this big attraction and then the next day 
he's at school and it plays out so much like PLL that yeah I was just like oh my gosh here we go again the look on his face when he saw her sitting there in the chair mm-hmm. like I felt bad for him in that episode because you could just see like he's like like the oh shit my my, my whole life is over like he was freaking out that yeah is... but he's he's just a like a sub he's a sub teacher right now um, and it seems like he's so he's so like serious about not wanting to lose his job and I'm kind of on I'm kind of on her side with that where she's she's like you know relax like you're a sub your sub teacher like a substitute teacher and like you don't need to worry like but we we do have some big assholes at that school so well oh. one one big asshole oh yeah that's <laughs> on my hate list one big big asshole at that school um, Ethan is that his name Ethan. yes. Ethan. Ethan, I he said some something really funny in one episode, and because it came from him, I couldn't enjoy it. He was making all of these trope jokes, and I found them amazing. But it it was if it came out of anybody else's mouth, I probably would have like really enjoyed it. But it was him, and he mm-hmm. was being creepy about it. And I was yeah, like, every literally everything he says is creepy, and he sucks. Um, and I guess he's kind of the wolf of this story, and. I don't know about any, like, what you guys are wanting, but I am desperately wanting the wolf from the Three Little Pigs to also be the wolf in this. And I'm, like, shipping... I'm shipping um, Kayla and her and him I, in my mind, and I'm wanting it to happen. Really? Wait, what? She's, a high, she's in high school. I know, but come on, she's already with a, with a guy who's, like you know not her, not her age so so wait her like kayla and her dad's boss that's true that's her dad's boss <laughs> wait i think about jordan right yeah no that doesn't fly for me i like he's, it he's way because... too old. he's way too like like she's i mean at least like nick seems like he's probably like mid-20s maybe closer to 30 until until he gets dressed and for work, it's almost like they made extra effort to make him look like he's almost like forty when he's well, the not. Well, actor, the actor looks young. Because um, I think the actor who plays like, the teacher does look young. He's always he's, looked young, especially when he was naked. <laughs> like he never ages that actor. I swear. Um, but yeah, it's just because like um, I don't know like, about you guys, but like when when you job, read really. like okay, here's a question for you. Like when you read the fairy tales. Um, uh, three little pigs, and when you read Red Riding Hood, like, do you feel that wolf is the same wolf? Because I always felt that. I never felt that it was the same wolf. The same way that I never felt any of the Prince Charmings were the same Prince Charmings. When you get to those type okay. of stories, so I'm I'm alone on this, but I I thought that that was how they were going to intersect the stories because I thought it was going to be the same wolf, but I think the wolf of right now, anyway, of um this of the Red Riding Hood story is Ethan. But, okay, so another huge, huge spoiler alert. I was so pissed. This episode, what, Nick does a total, like, I don't, not even 180, like a 360. Like, he just, he is a psychopath. Okay, have any of you guys ever watched American Psycho with Christian Bale? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he those... was he was Bateman or whatever. Jason Bateman or no? <laughs> That's the actor. <laughs> What's his name? Like, What's uh, his name oh. in American Psycho? It's something Bateman. Oh, I can't oh my god! But 
No, um, like all of a sudden I was getting like those vibes and I was like, no, I liked you, Nick. I sympathized with you this whole entire ordeal. Yep. I mean, yeah, I was hoping that he was going to be sneaky about it and get the phone and delete everything, not go all American psycho and just, he must have dismembered him. He got a finger. Yeah, so Ethan is threatening. So Ethan knows about um, like Nick and Kayla's relationship and he's threatening to like out him and ruin his career and everything. And Nick goes fucking berserk like and he kill he murders him and it's yeah. like such a it's in such a psychopath way too it's not even it's not an accident it's like not an accident it's no, like one of those it like, it's not blood everywhere it's, it's, and it's like he loves it he he he's done this before like i i'm 100 yeah. percent sure he's done this before same, because the way he same. went about it was so methodical it was like and and he had rage because he stabbed he stabbed him and then he stabbed him like three times, and then yeah he had like he had this way of cleaning up that was so methodical it was like yeah he knew what he was doing and he's he's definitely a serial killer and I just I'm curious now to know what he, the rest of his past and yeah I'm freaked out I'm freaked out by him so bad I mean I was uncomfortable with him in the in the pilot was it the pilot where they met at the bar. And the, the, his like the way he was looking at her was looking at um, Kayla was very predatory, mm-hmm. but then you like saw him later and he was very like affectionate and just completely yeah, it different. Seemed like sweet and um like mature, and yeah. I think that's what she liked because she liked the mature part. Like I think she's she probably she likes you know I think she liked the fact that he's like kind of forbidden. I think she's drawn towards like the bad boy. So I don't know if like the sweet thing really won her over too, too much, but I think she liked the fact that he was older and all that. Um, and she seemed to be able to like, he was asking questions that nobody else asked and was really trying to understand what was wrong with her, like what was upsetting her. And I think she, like when she told him that she never talked about her mom like that, like nobody, like with anybody. He got her to open up and he, yeah. yeah, he's, so the way that you see him in this episode is just so different. And it's very scary. Like the actor did such a good job of, he looks completely insane. Like his face scared the crap out of me. He... And then when he was in the shower at the end and you're just like, like, oh my God. And, yeah. and she gets in and, and you're just she like, gets no. In and, he, and, you're like, no. and he's still and watching still the like blood, blood off coming off of him. Like, I've There's never still, seen like, anything blood, like, like on his leg and stuff. I'm like, and holy he, and, shit. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was running, and I fell. And, like, he, he was I'm just like, you're way too good at coming up with, like, why you're covered in blood. He's, like, like making <laughs> love to her while rinsing off this guy's blood. So, like. I also was afraid ugh. he was going to kill Lainey, too. When Lainey mm-hmm. showed up. I actually uh. was convinced. Like, when she came, I was like, oh, you're victim number two. But it's smart that he didn't because how is he like how is he gonna really that he i think he is gonna be able to cover this up but it's already hard enough trying to cover up one you don't need to like get another one in there so but where did he put the body i know where's the body and did he pull like a breaking bad and like liquefy it oh god and he kept the thumb he kept the freaking thumb so that he can use his phone Ugh. It was disgusting. Yeah, when he pulled up, and then Ugh. he was like, he, he goes to open the bag. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't have that finger yes. in there. And he, oh. He did. Oh, my. He's, he's so, like, emotionless about it, too. And 
It's just like it makes me scared for Kayla because like this is what this guy's capable of. It makes me afraid because of the the whole story of like Red Riding Hood, and I have a feeling that it's going to come to a head where her grandmother is going to be the one that gets hurt. Yeah, and I think he's. I think um, Nick's supposed to be like the huntsman, or like not the the woodsman or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's yeah. the woodsman in the story. He slays the wolf, right? Right. And and he does it. He does that pretty like in the fairy tale as well. He does it really um, like methodically and really emotional, emotionless. Like he just chops him up and and he's like, "That's done." And um, yeah, like so he slayed the wolf here, but it's. I think um, a lot of what they're trying to do is, like, show how creepy these fairy tales actually are. Like, they're fucked up when you read them. And they don't, like, they have, like, a happy ending. Like, oh, yeah, they lived, you know, happily ever after or whatever. But they went through these traumatic, fucked up experiences. And it's like, you don't just get over that. But, like, the way fairy tales end, it seems like they do. But it's like, yeah, if you put it in reality, this kind of fucked up shit happens and I'm going to talk like this because that's the way the show talks and it just yeah. feels right um, <laughs> but this this kind of stuff when it happens it's just like yeah this is this is messed up like <laughs> recognize like you know what this is because like in Red Riding Hood 2 it's like she's talking to this wolf it's like it's kind of like you know it's it's anthropomorphic or whatever like it's not like a and, and like people should people should be disturbed about killing animals too but I mean um, yeah, in the fairy tale, it's like he's, it's like it's a human, and so that's basically what this is doing now. And and yeah, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how the how the grandma gets involved in that. But yeah, he she he might hurt, end up hurting her, and, and who knows what he, he can do to Kayla. Wasn't like that before. It kind of shows another thing where he was so concerned about losing his job or losing the placement of where he was going that he was willing to do anything, and he had a psychotic break. Like, yeah, it is like, astounding what can cause. This job is not that serious. Like, I don't. Like, you're a substitute fucking teacher. What you did is like way worse than than having like a romantic thing with one of your students. Okay, you murdered one of them. Yeah, and, and you liked it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the guy didn't deserve to get scared a little bit because he was a. I honestly thought that it was going to get really dark with Ethan and. Um, and Kayla, I can't yeah. remember her name. I keep wanting to say Davina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with Kayla, like when he uh, first off, I was like, "Why did you let him inside?" And he was like, "Can I come in?" I would have been like, "No, I don't like. I don't trust you. I wouldn't have even gone to the rage place with him. I'd have been like, no, I don't like you. Bye." I know. Like when when he was like, "Oh, give me a second chance and stuff," I was like, "No, why should she?" And then she did, and I was like, "Why?" Like. He's like, I gotta keep my lame. enemies close, and it's like, no. No, he's actually like the definition of a tool. Yeah, like, he really is. Like the most annoying idiot. Like, because he had those moments where he was kind of funny, where he could be that that dorky best friend, that that kind of trope. No, he's like, but Whoa. he's not enduring in any sense. So, like, dorky best no. friends are supposed to be enduring, like Simon. Yeah, like and I was this, like, this guy he, was like, he would say things that I could see like Simon saying, and they would have been funny, but they were not coming out of somebody like Simon. And I was like, I don't like that. That doesn't belong. Especially like his friend zone he's joke. He's like, he's like, this rat. is the, yeah. I just, like he basically lives in his like, his parents like souped up amazing house with like a jacuzzi and stuff, and he gets drunk there, and he doesn't pay for any of like the alcohol or anything, and he just. Like, he gets everything given to him, and he plays video games, he sits around his underwear, like, he's just entitled and, and 
douchebaggy. Like he's actually like the worst kind of human being. And like in that sense, I was like, I don't care if he dies. But it's just like the way that Nick killed him was how just aggressive too. Like it freaks me out more being like, okay, so this is what like you know, this is what he's capable of and, and Kayla has no idea. And and yeah, it's not it's not really about the job because he's done this before. So it goes like I know that he's done this before, so it must go back further. And it's like I and now I need to know, like I need to know his past and like why he is why he's this way. Like he's he's much worse than um than the wolf in um in like the Three Little Pigs storyline because that yeah. guy's that guy's a guy who's like he's losing his mind slowly. But he like he even had an opportunity to kill Paul Wesley at one point. Like he had a gun to his head and he chickened out and like. You know, this guy's still got, like, some humanity. Like, he's slowly going crazy. I don't know yet what he's, what he might do. But, I mean, Nick is, he's, he's already there. He's, it looks like he's been there for a while. And he's just hit it, <laughs> he's, he's hit it well. He's been hanging out in Crazyville for quite some time. He's hit it well for the first four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I just, it kind of just, like. That was a shock. It was, like, whiplash for me at, at, at that moment. Because I like he snuck in there and I was like, yeah, he's gonna get rid of the pictures and it's gonna be fine. But then all of a sudden he's like chokehold and then wake then you know Ethan's waking up duct taped to a chair and I'm like, um, I'm not really sure how I feel about this. And then as it just got worse, escalate. Yeah, as soon as Ethan grabbed that knife, I was like, it's over. It's like he's gonna die like 100 percent. But it's just, it was actually more brutal than I thought. And it's like, that's the other thing with this show. It's like, you think you think something's going to be bad and it's like, it's way worse than you think. Yeah. It's like the the other storyline with... um. Yeah, so that's a good segue into the Handsome Girl storyline. Yeah, because I was going to... Yeah, with um, so that's like got Gabe and a Hannah. a couple murders. It was like that Billy's. One. Billy's was like... Ugh. That made me uncomfortable. The roommate, when he walked in, uh, Gabe walked in and found his roommate in the tub. And that was like just an unnatural looking pose. And I just, that one was, I think, the worst for me. There's like, a few deaths in that, in that storyline. So that one, few. we've got a brother and sister. Um, and um, kind of, it's interesting in the pilot because what ties them all together is that club. Because yeah. we've got Eddie working as a bartender. And we've got Kayla just sneaking out of the house and just being there underage and everything what a rebel and then we've got um then we've got gabe so he's he's the hansel of this story and he's like one of the dancers there um so that's interesting um how they weed those together then but then they kind of go off in separate off in separate directions but um yeah so in the pilot gabe kind of gets he's like in a threesome with with two other guys and um, yes. one of them is much older, and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's our he's our resident gay. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and one of the men is older, and he's rich, and um, he's kind of like a sleaze bucket, and uh, he ends up dying because there's like uh, the one his one friend tries to like steal his money or something like yeah he tries to steal his money and he catches him and and then there's like this big kind of kerfuffle i guess and then yeah it ends up with him dying the older guy dying and gabe freaking out because his friend runs away like a little coward and he ends up calling his sister who's like a war vet <laughs> like badass like army girl 
and um she like kind of helps them out of it and they clean up that murder and everything but it's i feel like the way they clean it so it's it's different between the way they clean it up and the way nick cleans it up like he knows what he's doing the way those two clean it up it's like they're kind of sloppy about it compare yeah when you compare the two kind of sloppy because they're just kind of wipe everything down just like you know it's like when i watched them wipe it down i was like get the corners like, yeah, but it, it was more of like wipe everything that was that that he himself like that gave touch that like he knew he mm-hmm. touched because if you made it too clean that is suspicious it's all on its own. That's true. Yeah, because it could have just been that the guy fell because he was doing drugs and died mm-hmm. on his own. I mean, highly unlikely because there was an altercation, but it could be seen as, oops, some idiot did too many drugs and couldn't stand up. And I keep forgetting too that his body disappeared, and we still don't know where that. Where yeah, that, body that's is. one of those things. It was like, what happened to the body? It disappeared because um, they come back to they come back to get rid of it, and it's gone. Um, yeah, and she ends up finding um this key to like a storage area that that guy has, and she finds like oh, it's like millions of dollars, millions of dollars in a bag, and. This is where she seems kind of dumb because she just picks it up and she thinks that they can run away and and just like, you know, but that's like, I feel like that's the worst way to live. Like, they're just going to be on the run, like they're going to be rich, but they'll they'll be on the run hiding from this. And Forever. I don't know. And so it's it's like they've they've killed someone and they have like contraband, basically. And did you think that the money that they found in that storage unit was the same money that Sam, the one of the three little pigs, was waiting out for, and he's not yeah. getting the money because that guy is dead? And so, yeah, the now... third pig. Um, yeah, so that's that's how that story ties together. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but they haven't really. They haven't talked about it too, too much. Yeah, you just kind of have to, like, infer that on your own. But yeah, I think I was, you're right. I was right, thinking yeah. that. I wasn't sure because, like I said, there's no actual, like, tie in. They haven't referred to it. But it was, it's kind of like, that's a lot of money. And it's kind of weird to have one really big crime thing going on along. Well, it is New York. New York's a large city. So <laughs> what do I know? Um, so it just kind of seems like that guy that they killed was extremely shady. And it wouldn't be so odd that he would be paying off people when he was getting like I was like was like uncut diamonds that they sold they they stole from the jewelry store is that what they were trying to get the three little pigs I'm pretty sure they were uncut diamonds yeah I think so yeah and they were going to sell them so they could make more money once somebody gave it a proper cut mm-hmm. um so it wouldn't surprise me if that's something he was in because he seemed like a shady guy um yeah, but, but no. we haven't um, really got to see the third pig too much. Like, they showed a little bit of, like, he has a family. And I, Sam is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a family, but he's kind of, like, he's kind of the leader of the pigs, I feel. Because um, when the other two tried to, like... So, basically, he's the shooter. Yeah, he's the mm. one that actually pulled the he's trigger. He's the shooter. And, and the other guys were trying to, like you know, get some heat off of their backs because they're being chased by the wolf and the Sam is not getting like the the wolf would like to get to Sam, but he's not able to. So I feel like there's some protection around him. He's he's um yeah, he's he's able to protect himself and he's he's much safer, I feel, and he's the leader and on all that. So 
Um, but yeah, going back. So she, so Gretel, her name's Hannah in the show, um, has the money, and then uh, this dude shows up. <laughs> this dude just shows up at her place. I guess he followed her. Um, oh. And that is a mess. Like he ends up dead too. And oh man, that whole fight is <laughs> that insane. was amazing. Wow, she she's so badass in that fight. She just really hand handles herself, and um, she it's it's interesting too because instead of um like burning the witch in the oven, it's like she she hits him over the head with a microwave. <laughs> so that's like the update of of it, kind of. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah. Sirens going off somewhere as we talk about death and murder and. I live next door. I live next door to a bar. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, they drove. They drove all the way by. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so now, now they're kind. Now they're on the run. They and. Uh, um. Gabe, who Hansel, Gabe. Um. He he's got them going to like their mom's house. Um, there's some serious family issues. Oh, yeah, big time. All, all of that being like just unpacking that in that last episode, just oh, it was so much because I I really love Hannah. I I really love her character. Um, and when Hannah was talking to her mother at the party and just because it was like talking about what it was like to be in war and what happened when um the vehicle she was in blew up. Mm-hmm. So she has like burns. Yeah, on her back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another callback, kind of, the, to the Hansel and Gretel story. Um, if it up in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of, yeah, that's kind of the take on it. Um, but, yeah, she got it in war. And it's just funny because at that party, she, like, exposed her mom for, like, all what she put her through and her mom didn't know about any of that stuff so she basically abandoned the kids and then she said she told like some perfect strangers about like everything that happened to her after her mom abandoned her all these horrible things and it's just funny because the way that they were responding was like oh my god like what kind of mother would do that to her kids and they didn't know that <laughs> they didn't know that she was like literally standing right there and then like the replacement therapy thing the that jab just like and you know when i when i <laughs> smell the my 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 flesh burning i just replaced it with a a good scent and it was my mother's hair that's what gets me through and i was like oh that's another another good dig right there goosebumps yeah <laughs> that gives me goosebumps um yeah so that's i think we've covered three stories yeah. basically and that is tell me a story and they're telling us some damn good stories <laughs> It is. Yeah, so, it's like a very layered. Um, it's like using the basis of like the, those fairy tales, but it's layering in all this stuff from reality. And these are really complex, really interesting characters with fucked up situations that just keep time. getting more and more fucked up. I do. I do like some of the side characters, like Terry, who was in the military with Hannah. I really like him, and I'm hoping we see him again, and not in like a capacity where he ends up like dying, because <laughs> I mm-hmm. I think he's a really nice guy, and I kind of hope maybe um, I don't remember the character's name, but Kayla's dad 
is mm-hmm. friends with Jordan, the the wolf from the Little Pig storyline. I I w- hope we can see more interactions between them and maybe. He'll oh, catch I didn't on. even realize that. So he's one of like the the friends that comes over because they like I feel like um, those people were more like Beth's friends. I I get that sense. I could be wrong, but like or maybe maybe he's just better at being friends with them when like he's in a couple because he's like kind of getting isolated now. I um, think that. But he's one of those friends? Well, no, because Jordan, because they were like friends from before, and that's why he called him to work. Uh, That's why Jordan called, I think his name is Tim, uh, Kayla's dad, to come work for their restaurant uh, and whatever thing he has. And not the group that came over in the first, the pilot when Beth was still alive. I don't think we'll see them again. No. We saw them a little bit um, after her death, and they were kind of like picking up on how he's losing it a little bit but no one can really help Jordan sort of leans on um Tim asking him like how he got over you know his wife's death when he died and it's like like, it's different having an accident versus Mm -hmm. being someone being murdered right in front of you and Mm -hmm. but at the same time like I don't know if he blames himself as like Kayla definitely blames him yeah blames her dad for but if he blames himself this the same way that Kayla blames him, then he's going to have like a similar amount of guilt to what Jordan has. So I kind of want to see um, more interactions between those two characters because they do have very similar experiences, one for one reason or another. Um, mm-hmm. But they do a good job with like those characters too, like the interactions between all of the storylines. Um, yeah, I think... I'm so glad you recommended the show, Andrew. It was such a good show. And it's still like I'm like keeping the CBS all access. Like it is, I don't watch anything on CBS, but like this show is so like It's worth it. It's worth the whatever it is, six dollars. Yeah, like if you are in the US you get a free week. Um uh you get a free week when you sign up. So like me, I signed up and I got a free week and I got to watch five episodes before I I even paid anything. So, and in Canada, you get a free month. So definitely look it up, guys. It is so worth it. Like, it, it is, is really so good. good. It's so every good. Thursday they post new episodes, and yeah, it's just super entertaining. It's such a ride, and if you like, you know, if you like Vampire Diaries, or um, even it's, if you like Once Upon a Time, like you know, it's just it's got that. It's got all that stuff. Yeah. I think it is actually like, a, a. I think it would be accurate to say it's a mix between the two, Vampire yeah. Diaries and Once Upon a Time, and but also like n- nittier and grittier because we're on a streaming service and we can do stuff that we can't do on regular TV. You know, that's that's what I really liked because I don't think I would have liked this if it was just aired on like primetime TV. I don't think it would have been. This yeah, you're, you're not able to like. Like, here we have, like, it's very, like, even the part with Nick killing um, the kid, like, that was very American Psycho, like you said, Ashley. Like, um, you can go that hard. Like, you can go American Psycho hard with this show. That's that's how dark it gets, so. Yeah, and we also, like, I'm also saying, like, with nudity, like, I don't, I can't, I think maybe, like, four or five times we saw Nick's butt, like, full, like, yeah, like, shot. He's got a good butt, too. <laughs> he does. He does have a good butt. <laughs> Um, but in the pilot alone, it's like all the guys are shirtless. Yeah. All of it's, them. It's just worth it. It's just worth like it. Jordan's in, the, Jordan's in the shower. 
after taking a like after running and then yeah yeah we've got paul wesley shirtless with a very interesting fuck you tattoo (laughs) it's like i wonder if he regrets that one that that seems like one of those tattoos that you would regret you'd be like i thought i was cool putting fuck you across my chest (laughs) (laughs) yeah not so much anymore like but i like that's eddie like eddie like he's just i i don't know he's he's really interesting like um he's he's just got so many issues and yeah all the characters are really really layered very layered and you just want to like you could think about them for a long time like yeah yeah, well, and the stories like I can't wait to see. I can't wait to like figure out like yeah, like hear more. Like Nick became even though Nick scares the crap out of me now, he became so much more interesting after episode five. Did you watch the like what's it the the promo or whatever where it says like next week or coming next mm. on coming? Nick looks like he's having a hard time. Mm. So I'm really excited to see that, and I like being able to see the range of that actor's abilities. Mm-hmm. everybody on the show is good like there hasn't been a single character that i've been like oh, i don't really like that character that or i didn't like the ethan. acting or i felt it was boring but he I, the actor was good as ethan like you know he was playing what he was supposed to be but he was so annoying <laughs> yeah he was annoying but yeah there was nobody yeah. where i'm like okay i'm bored like i need to like skip like sometimes when i'm watching a show and i'm like bored with a scene i'll skip yeah, you're, forward. Not, I don't bored. you're not bored on this show definitely no. not no yeah. not at all it's a roller coaster it's like yeah, there's, there's no, there is no boring storyline. So yeah. I feel like they're all important. I feel like they're all like main characters. But I heard, I actually watched a Paul Wesley interview um, about this show recently. Um, it's the one, it's the one on build. Um, and he was saying that every season is supposed to be a different story and different cast. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to say goodbye to this cast, though. Pull in an American Horror Story, except for, unless if they keep one or two of the same characters. It's like the same thing. I don't know that I could do that because these characters are so I think that's what they're going to do. Like, they're going to wrap it up in, like, you know, five more episodes. And then you got to say goodbye to them. And it's like, no, because this cast is amazing. But, like, how long could you keep the story going? Like, I feel like after 20 episodes, you're like, all right, so... Is Kayla ever going to find out that Nick murdered Ethan? Like, <laughs> like there's going to be some resolution to, to the whole situation. So I think that'd be pretty cool to explore some of the other different, like, fairy tales. I mean, I like how they started with, like, Three Little Pigs and Red Riding Hood and Hansel and Gretel. Because when you think of, like, the fairy tales, including, like, Once Upon a Time, they started with, like, the grand ones, like Snow White and mm. Cinderella and stuff like that. I mean, not really Cinderella, but you know what I mean? Like, they always start with, like, the princess ones. These mm-hmm. are, like, the ones that when you read them, they're very, very dark, and they've never really been... Um, and, like, they're the core ones, like, the ones that everyone... Like, when you think about fairy tales, you think about, like, grim fairy tales, especially, those are the ones that everyone thinks of first, right? So it's, like, those are the ones that are, like, in the core of, like, you know this society psyche basically like West, western society or whatever mm-hmm. um so they should they should keep going with that vein because yeah those are dark and those are messed up and and uh yeah like if you like you think about stuff like the witch burning alive and the kids the kids threw her in an oven like you know 
that kind of stuff. It's super, super dark. Um, yeah, but I also, in that interview, he also says that the, that the script initially had um, Jack and the Beanstalk as one of the stories, and then they swapped it out for Hansel and Gretel. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how that yeah. would have played out. Yeah, same. So that might be one of the ones that, that we see. Yeah, that might be one of the ones we see next season, but they thought it was better to like start off with Hansel and Gretel instead. Jack, I can understand. I can understand that. Um, it's going to be cool. Hmm. I think I'll, I'll continue to watch, I think, oh, even yeah, if the cast sure. changes, but I will I'll, miss. I, I'll give no, it No, I a... mean, like, next season, like, even if the whole cast goes away, but I will miss them for sure. I'll watch it and see if it's as good as this is. You know what I mean? We'll see. Yeah. Because yeah. usually go, second seasons shot. are my favorite. Usually second seasons are my favorite because you've, like, you've set the scene. You've set, like, you've yeah. given enough about characters, and then you finally get the chance to get more about them and get to the nitty-gritty of characters. Kind of like Shadowhunters. So, yeah. So yeah. I, that in itself kind of, like, just, like, makes me a little sad that there'll be new characters, but also it's interesting to be able to go through different fairy tales and see how they can make them dark. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that is it for this week's episode of the show hunters podcast. Uh, next time we talk, Adam will hopefully be back with us and we will be talking about Riverdale. We'll be talking about the season, uh, mid season finale of manifest. Also, we will be talking about the newest episodes of Tell Me a Story. And I think that is all we are currently watching right now. And yeah, um, pick up more about Legacies. Um, yeah, Legacies will pick up the, that. Probably, probably the Sabrina um, Christmas special will be out by the next time we record. Yeah, so um, we will um, look forward to that. And thank you, Ashley, for joining us today on this episode. And we will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks after Thanks for listening to this episode of the Show Hunters Podcast. Check out our video podcasts, live shows, and much more on our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Show Hunters Podcast.